Today is September 19th. The New York Yankees have clinched the American League East. They played another series versus the Angels, and so much has happened. Sevy made his return. We hosted our event at the stadium. Stanton made his return. Batances leaves due to injury. Herman leaves due to terrible circumstances. They clinched the East. They celebrate. We're moving forward. There's so goddamn much to talk about. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore. Weekly awards. Stat lines. Steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to Talking Yanks. And like I said in the intro, we have so much to talk about. Uh, my name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host and best friend, Jake, coming to you from Denver. Jake, how you doing? Hey, Jimmy. I'm doing well. Uh, congratulations, a- AL East champs. We got uh, allegedly one of the four worms is down. We'll, uh, I-, I mean, we'll see about that. I'm doing well, man. Long day. You and I both got started early with you dropping me off at the airport. That was today? Um, yeah, man. Dude, Holy you're you're going to be blown away. <laughs> Dude, going back, I know we we do this a lot and people probably think it's like becoming a hokey joke, but dude, the start of this series, we thought <laughs> we thought we might see Dellen Batanzas piggyback off Sevy. Like that's that's a part of this series and it's it's insane what's gone on in the past 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. Uh so you're right, there's a lot to talk about. Um some stuff I I think we're gonna have to tie tie the bow bow on it quick because it, it we could we could do a whole hour on it if we wanted to, um, but Jim I'm doing well. It's uh I mean today had such a dark cloud over it for a little bit in Yankee Land, but we we've won the East. The boys got to have their fun, and now it's kind of like breathe in, breathe out, get guys healthy, and let's see who we're gonna be playing on that. What is it, Wednesday or Thursday, first week of October? October 4th, I believe, Thursday. It's my mother's birthday. Nice. So, so. how are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited uh, to get back to kind of a routine of things. My September's been nuts. I have a week of normal stuff, and then you and I are heading to Maine for a long Yeah, not even. <laughs> not even. Yeah, not even a week of normal stuff. So, a week of normal routine. This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by a couple of cool cats. Joseph Santos, Joey Sands, Zaid R. Karishi. Yes. Karishi. Karishi. Zaid Karishi. Zaid. Damn, cool name. Matt Churchill. Yep. Very popular orator. Kevin. Hey, Kev. Solid. Amato Racine. Amato calls in from California. He calls in the voicemail. Amato. Show Thanks, Amato. Uh, John Myhall. Yeah. 
Mihal, Mihal, and Zach Levin. You think that's Levine, even though there's no E? Or you think it's Je- Zach Levin? Tough to say. I'd, I'd like to see that E on the end there, but it looks like Levin. I could have typed it wrong, so it could be on me. Those are our okay. most recent Patreon supporters. We appreciate you guys a whole bunch. Uh, $2 a month, you get a chance to win two jerseys. I will say this. Once the postseason rolls around, Patreon is clutch because we go live after every single game. And... Um, if you listen on the podcast app, we love you, but you're you're gonna have to wait, you know, till the next morning when it's edited and up. If you want it instantaneous and you want to listen and uh, right after the game with us, uh, Patreon's gonna be the only way to do that. So Patreon.com/slash Talking Yanks, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, Jim, you're you're all over that. That really is the best part of the playoffs. It's the the game ends. We are running hot. We hop on the mics and we get, I, I mean, I'm remembering the chats last year. I think we got into triple digit people in there and that was when we were <laughs> one tenth the size, one fiftieth the size. So I think uh, Patreon live after the game is going to be awesome. So if you're thinking about it, now, now's the time. Now is the time. Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean... Do we want to just do the burns and get rid of them? Because the game play is the least of the worry about this show. But I love the burns. So I want to hear the burns. So what do you think? It's tough, dude. I feel like we got to talk about some of this stuff. <laughs> Let's just burn and get rid of it and then talk about it. All right. All right. I mean, we can talk about things as they happened. Okay. Game one. Ooh, the burns. Now we're going into our burns. This is what, we're, this is what I'm supposed to say, Jake. All right. right. We're going to take a quick break before we go to the burns. Burns are brought to you by Bullet Point. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just had a Ron Burgundy moment. Uh, the burns are brought to you by Roosevelt's shirts. I wear them all the time. Jake wears his all the time. Did you bring yours home? Did you remember to pack Yeah, yours? man. Cool. Jake had his Miami Vice one on. I had my Desert one on uh, at the CC Legacy Gala. They're pretty comfortable. Jake was uh, first time he tried them on, but I think you agreed. Very comfortable shirt. Comfy shirt. Felt good. Felt good. I uh, I I went medium. Um, it's uh, for me, and and this is kind of a personal thing. Like I either need to drop ten pounds. Or I'm I need to start thinking about the large, but I still liked it, and I think you and I were all over it. Like it was a good look on me, but it's not. It wasn't my normal look. Nope, it wasn't. Like I was looking, I was looking too sleek and sexy, and that's not my vibe. No, no, the cutoff tee is more. So anyway, go to roosevelt.com, r s v l t s dot com slash johnboy. You get twenty percent off your order. It's a really good discount. Really good shirts. Uh, and go there, check them out. And Jake, can you burn game one for me? On your sure mark. Sure can, Jim. Get set. Burn. Jim, return of the Mac as Louis Severino makes his 2019 debut versus the Troutless, Otaniless, Los Angeles Angels of Anna Slime. And Talking Yanks was in the building. We had 80 plus crazy Talking Yanks fans. Thanks for everyone that came out and 
Saw Sevi get out of the top of the first on a big double play ball. Good tone setter for the rest of the game. Hey, Luis, you're going to like this guy. Gio Urshela, RBI single. Hey, Luis, you're going to like this guy. Cameron Mabin, RBI double. Two nothing after two. Bottom four, Jim. Hey, Luis, you're going to love this dude. DJ LeMayhew with an RBI single. And then, hey, Luis. You already love these guys. Sir Didi with the two RBI single. And then the kid, the Venezuelan victor, Gracias de Caracas. Glaber Torres with the three-run Yabo. It's 8 nothing Yanks. That ended up being your final Jim Sevy season. He looked good. Four innings pitch, two hits, two walks, four Ks. Sevy to Laza to Tarp to Gearin to Chance. Oh, yeah. Yes, Yanks win. We got drunk. Ain't nothing final. To chance. Game one, we had our event, Talking Yanks at the Stadium. Thank you to everyone who came out. We really appreciate it. Uh, I think everything went rather smooth, and it was a good time. So I was excited about that. And the Yankees won, and Seve did more than I thought he was going to do. Go on. I mean, four innings. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to go four. I didn't think he was going to go 67 pitches. I didn't think he was going to go two hits, zero earned runs. Um, I didn't think he was going to touch 98 at the end, which kind of scares me a little bit, but it was very normal. And then I watched some of it. We were at the game, Jake. I watched some of it, and like some of his pitches were good. Yeah. It wasn't like Monty where you're like, oh, it's flat, but it's first time back. It's like, damn. He uh he hit ninety nine right. I uh, may have hit ninety nine once. I know he hit ninety eight. Um, so yeah, I know you you and I we were actually hanging out with our dude Joe's McFly before the game. We did the pregame show over on his YouTube channel at his casa, and uh, I I think I was looking for three innings, um, and I just wanted him to keep it like you know ninety five ninety six. He had another notch up on the belt, and he threw 67 bullets. And uh, I don't know, you and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but it, we think they're going to get him out there twice more before the playoffs. Yeah, Boone said that, so I was trying to figure it out. So I think it's Sunday and then the last game of the season. And so, yeah, and I, I think they're going to juggle the pitching a lot. So, I mean, if they get every five days, because I know the Yanks have, what, a double off day week coming up, something like that. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they do that whole juggle, but, uh, Seve, man, I mean, they're, uh, you'd like to think next time they're trying to get them up to what, 75 pitches. Um, and then, uh, I, I don't know for that final one, if you, if you're above 80, I mean, that's kind of what we're going to be asking from our starters in the playoffs anyway. So it's, um, Jim, you and I, <laughs> Wanted to taper our expectations for Seve, and now what do we do, bud? Uh, I don't know. Wait for next outing and, and hope he doesn't get hurt. It was it was as good as it gets, I think, which is the scary part. Like, damn, it's as good as it gets. And uh, and then the bad news from this game, or the good news is Glaber with the home run. Love that uh, left fielder, idiot dude, dropped the ball, idiot. Um. But the uh, the other big storyline from this day is that Batances with the Achilles injury gone, uh, sixty day IL, 
I mean, this is heartbreaking because he's going to be a free yeah. agent. And he works his ass off to recover from the shoulder. And then he pitches two outs. He faces two batters. Looks really good and hurt his ruptured his Achilles, which is like a like his future's in jeopardy a little bit. This that was as heartbreaking as it gets. We've had a lot of yeah. heartbreaking injuries. This one hit me the hardest. Yeah, it's um to to go from shoulder like that in the contract year um, to Achilles, and it, the rumors are that if rehab and everything goes well with this, he should be able to go for the start of next spring training. That's obviously assuming a lot and all of that. Um, I, I don't know, Jim. I, I haven't fully thought it through. I, I, I'd like to think, kind of like how when this season ended and they they signed Guardian CC before free agency, I, I don't know. I think it would make a lot of sense for both sides to sign Dellen to a one-year 10, one-year 12 mil contract. If he hits free agency, I think teams would give him more than that. But I think this would be the chance for Dellen to come back and have the like true contract year he deserves. But um, I don't know. I mean, that stuff kind of comes down to Dellen and his family and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely crushing. Yeah, I, I was thinking like maybe the Yanks sign him to like a one year deal, a two year deal, and uh, say, hey, we'll rehab with you because we we like you and all that. But it's not it's not going to be the payday he was hoping for. No, I mean, if Dellen Batances came out and had a average Dellen Batances season, he was lining up for Big four money. years, four years, like 15 per potentially. I think I saw a stat out there today of like most reliever strikeouts in the past five years or something like that. Um, it was Batances one and Kimbrel two, and he almost like had Kimbrel doubled up or something crazy. Um, so I don't know. It's uh. I guess if you're a if you're a religious person, you can go there. Um, I I don't know. Hopefully, uh, it sucks for the rest of this season. Uh, would love to see him come back in some fashion and have a better shot than than this. The other small thing from this, Jake, is that Johnny Lasagna threw two good innings, which I think ups his to like four good outings in a row which with all future injuries may mean something. Who knows? We got, that's a longer conversation. Let's burn game two, and we'll, we'll get into the, the next returns and departures that came with that. Yeah. All right, here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Yeah, Bob Dylan Peters. Oh, verse for the last time starting in the house that Ruth built. Karsten Charles Sabathia, and that big man is joined by another big man. The return of Giancarlo Stanton. Wow, what a couple days in the Bronx. Top three halos push a couple across, but the judge calls him two-run homer. Oppo Field, we are locked up at twos. Touching moment, watching the big fella come off the field. Don't show me Margie and Amber right now. Anyways, Stanton had a double. Voigt had a bad defensive inning. Adovino, we won't even, bro. Yanks did and didn't want to rally, but Jim, it didn't happen. They lose 3-2. Three 3-2 to two. Three to two loss on the first chance they get to clinch. It was exciting towards the end, but didn't happen. Like you said, 
Um, but the the moments from this game are that CC Sabathia came off to the ovation and the hugs from his teammates, and his mom blowing the kiss with tears in his eyes makes me cry and Amber crying. That was emotional. Um, the bigger storyline is out of Vino and whatever's going on with him and Voight, that terrible inning. Um, right? Like, what the hell is that? And Stanton's return. Hits a double in his first at-bat. Uh, comes up throwing in left field and looks totally normal. So that was good. I, there was a lot of good signs in this game. Stanton, good. CC stuff, awesome. Voight, um... I mean, they were tweener plays, like a good first baseman. Um, we probably forget about them, and it's not even a conversation point. Uh, Voight kind of found himself in no man's land a couple times. Adovino, the comebacker, and uh, I, I mean a throw home that a lot of people would be shocked <laughs> that a professional baseball player can miss a target by that much, but that's kind of not what pitchers trained to do. And it, it sucks. They lost on that. And it felt like they kind of were getting ready for the walk-off, like clinch on the walk-off on CC's day. Stanton's back. Michael K was setting the scene in the ninth inning and it was cracking you and me up. Uh, Cause he was, he was getting it ready for the yes classics. Um, Voight got absolutely robbed by Andrelton Simmons. That's oh yeah, uh, I mean, he got robbed this he, whole series. Yeah, if if you want to, uh, if it, there was some great shortstop play both ways this series. Andrelton Simmons is is I think pretty well known as one of the best, if not the best, shortstop. But uh, it didn't happen, and then I mean, uh, you know, the Yanks hung out to watch the the Rays. Dodgers. I mean, the the whole day was insane. Oh yeah, hanging out forever. But we got a lot of Buck Showalter in the booth. That was awesome. We got a lot of Buck, and we got, uh, you know, I I obviously I don't regularly watch the Aaron Boone pressers, um, but uh, I, that was such a good one last night because he, uh, I I mean, the media had to stay because they had to if if the Dodgers won the media had to be there to cover the celebration and uh so they didn't so Boone pops out at like 1 a.m and does this Boone with a big old grin on his face press conference and he's just like uh, <laughs> yeah we were we were ready to celebrate <laughs> that's what you want to hear um, yeah he said even today though it was like fun he said it was like a bonding experience because they were just joking and fucking around and banter and watching a game together it was kind of cool and, and and Jimmy, you know my my brain can wander some to some different depths of weird places. Jimmy, I um I I almost wrote an article on the flight back. I ended up sleeping because I needed it. But Jim, I was just thinking about it, and I I told you a little bit of this last night, but we were both zonked out. But dude, like, actually picture it. You had basically forty guys if you count uh, the coaches and the the September call-ups, all watching a Dodgers-Rays game on CeCe's last start at the stadium. Like, Giancarlo Stanton just came back, and, like, it was just them, like, broing out and having a good time, and you could see it in Boone's presser. I was like, and, and either way, what that event was, Jim, was like, all of them were looking around saying, like, we won the East. Like, 
you know, and it, it was kind of probably this weird opportunity for them to like take a step back and hang out and, and be guys and, and whatever. And then, um, like I was going to write an emotional piece, how that was going to be this huge bonding thing that guaranteed them the world series. And then, uh, other news broke this morning, which was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You want to burn game three? Then we'll get into that. Yeah. All right. Game three. Yankees at 99 wins, looking to clinch and get their 100th on your mark. Get set. Burn. Tanaka Tuesday on a Thursday as the Yanks try to clinch the AL East in a game they just had to. Angels, I'm so over you guys. It's only Yanks today, babe. Bottom two, the machine wants his first division title. Three-run Oppo Taco, er, 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 DJ 26 with his 25th on the season. Three-nothing Yanks. If we're going to party, let's make it a Guardy party. Solo shot for Uncle Brett, four to one. Guardy is thirsty for the bubbly. Two RBI double. It's happening. This is crazy. Here's my number. Cameron Mabin, a moonshot into the night. It's all but clinched. But the cherry on top, literally cherry on top, huh? Clint Frazier, two-run gopher ball. Masa dealt. He's awesome. Chappy in to end it. Next man up for these savages all year. Yanks win the game 9-1. Win the series 2-1. Win the AL East with 100 wins. Spit in my mouth. Let's go, Yanks. Yanks win, Jake. Yanks won this game. They win the division. They win the game. They win 100 games. <clears throat> Chapman was absolutely insane. Brett Gardner had a good game. Like you said, the home runs at the end. <clears throat> um, clinch was fun. What wasn't fun was what we said earlier is the Domingo Herman news uh, from before the game started. He's been uh, put on administrative leave or something like that i think that's the term yeah for seven days because he's been uh accused of domestic assault there was a bunch of reports that all contradicted each other so i'm not even going to go into any of them um we don't know what's going on here we know yeah. that there's enough enough happened to warrant an investigation and to warrant putting him or the allegations carry enough weight to warrant all the investigations and to, to, to put them on administrative leave, which lasts seven days. Um, so if it turns out true and Domingo Herman's a really bad guy, he's probably gone forever. If it turns out not true and uh, something got m misconstrued or accusations were false, um, then he can be back for the postseason. Um, it's kind of the options. Uh, I'm going to stay away from like everything. I mean, because facts need to come out. Um, if it's true, then that fucking is terrible. And, uh, Yanks will move on in the right manner, I hope. But, uh, it, it's hard because talking about how this affects the team and the on the field stuff feels just like, ah, shouldn't be focused on that if something else happened. Um, but the, the, the 
the truth is we have to talk about how this affects on the field and the pitching rotation. That's like what we're doing here. So we will. So I apologize if that seems in poor taste, but whatever. You, you, I mean, I would hope you guys understand. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, well, uh, all I can say is the term that I'm looking for is like resolution. Like, it's a sev- it's a seven day assignment or whatever they're calling it. Um, it. You know, if if he did bad things, that has to be addressed. And I mean, that's goodbye to Mingo. If he didn't, then what did happen? And it's um, I, I don't know. I mean, just uh, it it, it sucks, and yeah, like you can't, <laughs> you there's like no rooting interest. It's just like let's get the truth, and then when we have the truth, address it and go from there. Yeah. So as far as it affects the pitching, it's kind of crazy, Jake. So yeah. so I have I have the rotation now. Tanaka Paxson one two. Sevy three. Right? Yeah. This kind of pushes Sevy into a starter role. Okay. So for the DS, I have um I have Tanaka. Then then game two. I have uh, Paxton. Then there's an off day, and you go on the road, and I'll give Sebi that that start with hopefully Chad ready to go because hopefully Tanaka and Paxton gave enough length that Chad yeah, still and an off day in between too and an off day in between yeah so yeah maybe Chad's ready to go and then game four you can go. Tank, it all depends on what 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 we're looking like. Um, you can go hap, man. I mean, I think that's what it is. It's like hap on a short short leash. Hap, hap to the pen is. I think I think that's what happened. What's happening here, right? I mean, the other options are are what CC. Uh, well, I, I think I think mine. What mine currently would be would be Massa game one, Paxton game two, Sevy game three, and Jim. I know it's it's expecting a lot, but I mean, if if Sevy can go four innings, which we just saw, um, and I'll I'll leave it at four, even even though there's a chance he could be built up to five or potentially six, um. Jim, I think that fourth day would just be bullpen day, man. I I think it would be if you can get five innings out of Seve. If you could get four innings out of Seve, you don't necessarily need Chad. Um, so I I don't know. I think you'd leave that fourth day. You open with Chad, and then if you need to go to Hap, Cece, whoever, you you figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways you could go with it. Who do you think makes the roster now? Because we had uh, seems like CC is going to be on there in a different role. It seems like they talked about that already, and he might yeah. be coming out of the pen in these last six games or however many are left. Um, so then I think Hap's on there, but they could have been on there with Domingo. If Domingo's off, right. I think Sessa's on, man, and they're using Sessa in close spots down the stretch here. And 
And Jim, I you know it's it, we're definitely at the conversation point, but <laughs> at the same time, we do have another week, <laughs> and I'm uh, uh, as we just saw in this three game set, you never know what's what's gonna come up. I mean, I saw our guy Big Baby David had like a Corey Gearin argument forming. Um, I think a good another good Lewisica appearance if Monty comes out and he looks good. Um, I mean the the final options for our our pitching. Um, I mean it could end up being a matchup thing. Um, listen if, to if, listen to Sess's last five outings. He came in in a tie game, then he came in in a tie game, then he came in up four runs, then a tie game, then down one. Like, he's been seeing close games. And in his last seven games, he's got a uh, 0.61 ERA, one earned run. So if if Sessa, Happ, and CeCe are on the roster, which I think they are, does does that fill up the pitching? Yeah. Because, I mean, if if Dellen Dellen just dropped out and we're – Right now, we're currently assuming that Herman dropped out. Um, that just opened up two playoff spots. Yeah, so you got Chapman, Britton, Canely, Otto, Chad. That's one, two, three, four, five. Then you have Sevy, Tank, Paxton. And now we're saying that Hap's going to be on there, right? Yep. And we're saying CeCe's going to be on there? Yep. That's 10, right? Yeah, so then there's Sessa. So then there's there's room for one more. Right? So so and that's I mean that... so that's who? Gumby, Lasagna? Lasagna, Gumby, Gearin? Um holy shit. You, losing Herman and Batansis is crazy. Yeah. On the back end, it's still survivable, but um I mean we're going to be replacing Herman and and Patances with lasagna and Sessa, basically. Yeah. And it's um, I, I, it's wild. It's wild, and um, I don't know. Again, I guess I guess there's still a chance that they could come back and say the Herman allegations aren't true. It doesn't sound like that at all. Um, I I don't know. Like if you. If you had to, and I'm, I'm, I'm very interested by this because I know you're lean, but I also know you saw him last time. But like, if you had to pick today, Monty Lasagna or Gearin, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, you got to see Monty one more time. Okay. I do lasagna, but that's. It's recency, right now, but it's just recency yeah. bias is the only reason to do it. So, like, you honestly no, have fair. to see all of them pitch like two more times, and they're kind of because it's going to be hot hand, right? Can't wait to see a can't wait to see a good Michael King appearance, and then have have everyone <laughs> go for him. I, I I spoke very strongly earlier in this season about how there's no way. Like I said, there's no way Davey Garcia is going to come up and pitch. This would be like if that was what they wanted, what people expected. They expected yeah. him to be here, but there was no way they were going to do that. He's in Tampa. Um, uh, cl- and yeah, classic. I, I don't know. Uh, classic fake hype. 
Mark it down every year. There's going to be a short pitcher in the minors that the Yankees overhype all season. Chance Adams, Justice Sheffield, Davey Garcia. Damn. I mean, I'm just saying. That's, that's what they do. Don't fall for it. Damn, I'm I'm falling for it. I still have big big hopes for Davey. Davey. Yo, Tanaka and the champagne party, very, very fun. He's a... Uh... Tank is great, man. Doesn't get much better than him. Not just a casual, crazy good start by him tonight. Yeah, we we haven't talked about like Gary or Stan coming or Gary or Edwin coming back, but we haven't uh, really gotten any more info on those guys. I think we no, will Ed, see. No, Edwin soon. did. Uh, Edwin did drills on the field today. Oh, he did. Yeah. Cool. That's good. So I think Edwin's gonna yeah. be back then. Edwin I still think has, both will be back, just for my personal guess. Edwin has told everyone he's coming back, and from what we saw from his minor league rehab, I don't think there's anything anything to doubt him. Um, I mean, Gary's the wild card. Um, it seems like the way the organization is kind of acting, they don't think Gary's gone, so I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be pretty interesting. You want to go into uh, awards? Will that uh, will that get us into all the other conversations that need to happen? Awards, awards, awards. Yeah, I guess so. And if if there's stuff we've missed, we missed. But um, all right, let's take insane. A, let's take a quick break, and then we'll go into awards. <laughs> awards are brought to you by. We're supposed to take fake breaks because they might yeah. plug in ads at some point. But for now, we have these ones. Awards are brought to you by our friends over at Instinct Dog Training. Nice couple that uh, started this. They're franchising out. They were at our event, Jake. From Nova, we're friends now. From Nova Scotia. We're friends. They're very nice. They train dogs. Or they train, they probably train humans how to train dogs. A little column A, a little column B, yeah. They are, uh, Instinct is certified veterinarian recommended trainers that can help with obedience, manners, and behavior, behavioral issues like fear, aggression, and anxiety. Fear, how good Stanton, or how good Severino looked. It's got me a little scared. Aggression, how angry I was about Batansis' injury. Anxiety, all the Herman shit, just terrible. So if I was a dog, I'd go to Instinct Certified uh, Dog Training. It's in Manhattan or Bergen County, and they're expanding soon. I don't know if that's a company secret that I should not have said, and I apologize if I shouldn't have said that. They offer positive reinforcement, board and train camps, private lessons, and free puppy classes, which sound adorable. So go to instinctdogtraining.com and use code TALKINGYANKS when booking to receive 10% off. And if you call in... Talk to them about talking Yanks and the Yankees. Yeah, they're 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 great. Noodle All right, has another, back from break. Noodle has another Noodle has another thing coming. Back from break, the first award we give out here on Talking Yanks is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Jake, I get to go first. You do. I do. I do. I do. Now I just need to figure out who I gave it to last week. Sure. Um, okay, I gave it to Brett Gardner last week. 
Oh, and we were giving out tough MFers. Right. So I'm happy because I had to give a tough MFer to this dude last week. He's my pride this week. Masahiro Tanaka. Nice. I mean, Masahiro Tanaka just went out there and dealt. And I'm telling you, man, he's gearing up. He's getting ready. He's putting on his postseason hat. He knew this was a clinch day. He left the celebration early, or they were waiting to celebrate the night before, but it didn't happen. He left early after a while because he knew what he had to do. He's like, damn, Dodgers are going to blow this. I'm going to have to be the man tomorrow. I'm going to I'm gonna have to buckle down and get this win myself. The Angels aren't a good team. We've said that, but Tanaka breezed through them. What was it, seven innings pitched, four hits, one earned run uh, on a home run? that was the line? Uh, yeah. Uh, Cole Calhoun slash Angels Brett Gardner got him. Um, yeah, Jim, seven innings pitched, 86 pitches, um, four hits, no walks, um, six strikeouts. He just in control, the duration. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm so excited. So he, so he should get one or he's going to get – he's lined up for game one right now. But they can change that easily. But he is lined up for game one. Yeah, and I, I think they got to figure out, like, what different guys want. Like, does Tanaka want to stay on his routine and then throw a start where he only throws 60 pitches or something like that? Um, each guy probably has a little bit of their own flavor with, with an organizational twist, but interested to see what that is. Who is your pride of the Yankees? Jim, my pride of the Yankees... I think I'm going to get a little weird with it, man. I'm going to go Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Jim, I just think, it, again, everything that's gone on in the past 72 hours, it's easy to overlook that the <laughs> reigning, not the reigning NL MVP, but the NL MVP from two years ago, who basically we haven't had the whole season just came back and Jimmy I think the even crazier part is that you and I did this the other day and I think it was on talking yanks but I can relive it again we had this like weird outfield depth for a while where it was like yo is Mike Talkman or Cameron Maben not gonna make the postseason roster and then the injury bug came right back around and we were like holy crap <laughs> Cameron Maben is our starting left fielder Potentially Tyler Wade jumping in. We did that on Sharp Stats a little bit. Jimmy, all of that can be null very quickly if Giancarlo Stanton looks how he did these past couple games. And um, I, I think, you know, going a little from analytics to manalytics, Jim, I think the most endearing thing Giancarlo Stanton has done towards you and me is just being outward with how much he loves playing baseball, man. And how much it's he, like he was heartbroken when he was hurt. And I I just think it's, again, like the injury bug has been so crazy around the team this year that it's just like, oh, okay, Stan's back now. Yeah, let's, let's see how he's doing. It's like, no, man, Stan's back and we need him now. Need him. Um, so, uh, and he looked good out there, man. He, um... 
He he when he makes contact, he's making contact hard. I mean, he had the double. He had a, he had a nice walk in his first at bat today. I mean, nothing crazy. He didn't have like a three homer game, but that's that's not necessarily what pride of the Yankees is. And um, I don't know, man. I I know we're obviously rooting for all the Yankees to do great in the next couple weeks, but man, uh, talk about what could be the story for him. He comes to New York. He becomes almost disliked by a chunk of the fans just because he's not Aaron Judge and he gets a giant paycheck, a little bit of the A-Rod effect. Um, this year he gets hurt and it's just – and he played hurt last year. This was a guy that's quote-unquote fragile and he had that banged-up hamstring. He could barely get around the bases. He put together a really solid season. Now this year he's out pretty much the whole year. God, if he could put together a month of baseball, which guess what? He can because he won the NL MVP. Um, I mean, this this dude's story of the season could be the craziest thing we've seen all year. I'm ready for it. I wasn't prepared for him to look as smooth out there. And uh, like Buck said at the postgame, when he got that ball in left field and came up throwing, that was, that was like an on-the-run play. Zero hesitation from him. Yeah, and he, I think I think there was another ball that was kind of hit to the corner that he he just played it well, and it's like, dude, just just move, <laughs> operate at eighty ninety percent with your legs right now, uh, and just try to try to up it one percent at a time, and because uh, uh, we we need him, we need him. Yo, damn! I just thought about this for for the next award. You Yankee motherfucker. Like, uh, it's Domingo Herman, but I don't even really want to talk. I don't even want to, like, this is a fun joking section usually, so I don't even want to grace it. So I'm doing Adam Adovino for that throw home. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, Adam. Fucking, it was like an inning-ending double play if you just fucking underhand toss that to the catcher. You uh, you referenced your sister Courtney there, and I think end of the day it might end up being rude to her. Well, we'll see. She did um, lose the sister Olympics of 2014. Some good video. Yeah, some real good video. Um, <laughs> my other sister, who I coached, won. Just to let everyone know. Just to let everyone know. Yeah, man, Adam Adovino, like, I think it's four outings in a row where a run is scored. And, like, the one before this was the balk. This one was the Voight stuff and this. So it's his stuff did look good, but it's almost like bad vibes right now, man. It's the opposite of what you say about Cameron Maven. It's like right now when Otto's yeah. out, weird shit's happening. Just feels like one thing's going to go wrong. Um, hey, I know – we come a long way from the pitching thing. Is Tarpley in the pen right now? Uh, yeah, we saw him pitch. I think. I know he's he's on your poo poo list, but uh, it's kind of an option. No, um, it's not an option. The catchers but, um, can't catch him, so. Right. That's a that's a them problem. <laughs> um. Okay, that's a good, that's a good mf'er. Um, yeah, who's yours? Let's see. Let's get some good vibes out of you, Vino. Um, uh, this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I'm I'm going Romine. 
Oh, oh my god. Jim, I I've been uh I've been hyping up Romine. How he's having this strong end to a season. Um And yeah, he had he had the Ofer in the first game. There just wasn't great options. Okay, I don't want to give it to Romine, but it happened, and oh I'm over God. it. One for eleven with a run scored, catches a great Tanaka game. Just is the no, no goggles in the celebration. Wow, who else who else deserved it? Domingo Herman. Yeah, but we said we weren't doing that. Who else See? did deserve it? No one, dude. It was tough draw. Tarpley gave up three hits. No earned runs. What happened there? Double play? Four strikeouts. Well, Mike Ford, we thought he was going to come through with that cool pinch hit, and he didn't. I mean, that would be even more brutal than giving it to Rome. Oh, for one. Yeah, that was that was more rude. All right. Hey, we only have uh, three more Pride of the Yankees and three more mother mother effas left. We should start. Well, get, we should start start counting the stats. See who's won the most. We did that last year. All right. My first award, Jake. Regular old awards, and my first award is. What's that fucking Bob Dylan song? few of them second bob dylan reference uh no it's tom petty i had i have the okay. melody stuck in my head but i can't i can't think of the words was like time to move on time to get going do you know what i'm talking about not really man you suck you're the one sucking it right now hard it's time to move on time to get going what lies ahead i have no way of knowing Se- severino okay the lyrics work out perfectly. I just don't, I can't, I, I lost the melody, whatever. Time to move on, time to get going. Luis Severino, what lies ahead? I have no way of knowing. Because honestly, what's going to happen, Jake? What's, what's your what guess? You like, could, could you have a lean? Like, is Seve going to go out there and go five innings, one earned run, and then the next inning time is going to go six innings? Like, what if he goes out there and just gets absolutely rocked? Then what's the play for the third start? You know, like, is he guaranteed to be a third starter now in the playoffs with Herman out? Or can Hap jump him if he has two bad outings? He's only going to have three outings going into the postseason. Jim, I, I think it's just a little bit of a... It, it's a new school mindset, man. If if Luis Severino can give you four, that's still what we need. <laughs> So it, um, it, it does do these next two starts sway his role in the postseason for you? If he's healthy, I, I was gonna I was gonna say no, but I mean it, it's yes because anything can happen in baseball, and that's why this sport moves so quickly and all of that. Like, dude, I, I, there's very easily a world where Sevy's next two starts are five six innings with. <laughs> one earned run and a lot of strikeouts. There's a world where Seve gets touched up for four innings each in the next one, and that would change a lot of how I feel. Um, I still think it is kind of a 
if one of these starts, Sevy gets knocked around a little bit, you say, don't care, he's still just getting his pitches in. If both of them he gets touched up, then you'd be concerned. But no, I mean, Sevy's in. I, I mean, that's he's supposed to be the one on this team. And if he can throw 75 pitches at the major league level, you're going to use that. I think he's I think he's got a start no matter what. Like yeah, exact. I mean, would you and at this I think this is the best way to get to the answer. I mean, would you rather go down swinging with 75 pitches a Sevy or would you rather throw Hap and Lasagna or I mean, no, Lasagna CC? Time to move on, man. Time to get going. Sevy, I think you with Herman out, I think you're getting the ball. So I don't know how much that changes his mindset for these next two, but um, for for me, if Sebi was tepid or just looked a little off, you know, with Herman still healthy, then like, oh, it's okay. Then uh, you know, Herman's got the ball game three, and and Sebi can can go game four with a big safety net, you know. But that's not it anymore because with Herman out, Sebi, I think Sebi's getting the ball. <laughs> Yeah, no, he uh, he is, and I I don't know. I guess it's it's not too too crazy in my mind because I never liked Sevy coming out of the bullpen because we needed the first three four innings anyways. So just have Sevy start. I've been, I've been saving that for a little while now. Yeah, you so, have. Um, so yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> Jim. I think if if there was kind of a theme from this episode, it's that like. Sevy and Stanton were bonus pieces, and now they're not. <laughs> now Edwin and Gary are bonus pieces. Yeah. Shit. All right. Who's your? What's your first award? Shit. Uh. My first award, Jim, is the cancel the flight to Vegas award. Okay. Cancel the flight to Vegas. I think you're giving this to Voight. Yeah. Because he just had the unluckiest series ever. It was nuts. Um, if you if you both sides of the ball. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, a the hitting. So ninth inning, CC day, and it's like. There's a good chance these MFers might rally and do it and and make this part of the story. Voight rips one in the hole, and Andrelton Simmons makes, um, I, I guess using pop culture references, that would be a top ten play, maybe, maybe top three even. I mean, dive in the hole, high hop, makes the throw, um, pretty unreal. And so it's like, okay, Voight does kind of his angry helmet throw, whatever. Comes out the next day, hits a shot in the gap. Looks like an easy double. Our guy Hermosillo, <laughs> hell of a play. Hermosillo. Um, it took him took him forty eight hours to get me out of his ear. Hashtag left ear Jake. But um, Hermosillo makes a great grab. Um, and then what was the other one he got robbed on? Was it a liner to like third or something like that? I forget, but he did get robbed on another one for sure. 
but he got robbed on another Paulio and Michael K were having a blast in the booth reliving Paulio's old memories of getting robbed. That was the only fun part from it. And then uh, I loved it at the end. He he struck out on a foul tip into the catcher, and Paulio goes, "Man, even the catcher's catching him out." <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, Paul, that's that's how this works. Um, but yeah, Luke Voigt, and then yeah, the defense. Yeah, no, he got some tr- weird balls. Like I know he's not the best first baseman, but he got some balls that put him in no man's land. So it was they a little, weren't easy balls. Yeah. They weren't weird. easy balls. So, yeah, and know what I will say? You and I get worried when we see Voigt go full angry mode. Um, yeah. When base when baseball is a sport you can't control, he let out a couple smirks at the end. Like you gotta just be kidding me. Like what? Yeah. This um, is unfair. So yeah, Voiter, bad bad weekend to uh, to to fly out to Vegas. Yeah. All right. Don't go to Vegas. We got you got games to play anyway. Yeah. So. My next award is another song lyric, Jake. Ooh, song day. Yeah, it's uh, Eagles, who a lot of people don't like. Well, you know oh, we got yeah. it easy. We ought to take it easy. Take it take easy. easy. Yeah. Who do you think gets that? Take it easy. Judge? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Nice. Hey, division clinched. Wild card, not there. Home field advantage, I want it. Judge, take it fucking easy. Stop. Save your dives for October. Turn the dive switch back on October 4th. Turn the run into the wall switch back on October 4th. Go all out then. No more grimaces. Grimace free rest of September out of Judge. I think he's going to sit again tomorrow. He sat today uh, because he's just like kind of banged up, dude. And that's a big yeah. dude to get banged up. So take it easy, Aaron Judge. And Jim, the the whole team kind of needs that speech. Like Didi stole a base and he's sliding head first. And it's like, dude, you break a finger right now and we're fucked. Yo, I <laughs> like, think there's 100% a, uh, hey, Everyone try to steal a base and let's see how it goes. Because everyone's They're trying to steal that? bases. Yeah. Everyone's and trying to steal seen bases. It all year. DJ tried to steal a base the other day. Yeah. He did. He stole third. There's definitely there's 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 no way. In the last two weeks, there's been so many people trying to steal bases. Yeah, this this Angels catcher is also like the worst in the league, too. So that might have been a little bit of a factor. A little combo. Like, hey, let's yeah. see what you got. Yeah, if you can't do it off this guy. Um, but still, like, just sliding head first and stuff. I, it sounds so soft, and I get it, but, like, we clinched. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so take it easy. What's your next award? Take a easy. Jim, it's, a, it's becoming an annual award in Yankee land. But it's the second best center fielder in the American League award. This isn't real, right? Do the stats actually back this up? I mean, in ways, Jimmy, yes. (laughs) So, no. Okay. He's got the second most home runs. Okay. But what are the other? I mean, I love Brett Gardner, who's getting this award. But, like, last year, Hicks 
it was very clear. And Jimmy, <laughs> get ready to have your mind blown. The award goes to Brett Gardner. Um, should have got you don't should have oh. got pride this this series, but didn't. Yeah, he had a he had a killer series. Um, yeah, I mean Jim, there's a. Let's. I'll. I'll get the non-qualified involved too. I mean, y- you're gonna get a George Springer argument, sure. Um, I've. I've heard of him. Um, Jimmy Brett Gardner's having a great year. It just. Just unbelievable. We've talked about it a lot, and I think, as, as we do this end of this podcast and what what we've missed today, I mean, there is still so many positive things, and and Brett Gardner's one of them, and I know. Like, when we do look back at this season, like, clinch day is just a day. Like, nobody really cares (laughs) at the end of it. Um, But Brett Gardner, like, Jimmy, if we didn't – this is classic Jake at the end of the show. If we didn't win this game today, yo, this podcast would have sucked. You think so? Yes, dude. If we didn't clinch with the Domingo news. Yeah. This podcast would have fucking sucked. Um, So Gardy goes out. He hits another homer. um, And he's just having a great year. He has an 825 OPS. That's the highest of his career. 26 home run on the season. And Jim, uh, I mean, we're talking about guys we've depended on. It's, It's become an afterthought how much we depend on Brett Gardner to be our everyday center fielder. Um and you're right, he had the best numbers this series. If he didn't get an award, that would have been shameful on us. So, to Uncle Brett. Shame on you. Shame on you. They asked him uh, They asked him in the postgame, like, hey, Tommy just went for a slide on the tarps. Are you going to do that? And he was like, oh, no, nah, I'm a little smarter than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Tyler Wade was having think- a blast in the celebration. It reminded yeah. me of... Um, it reminded me of Phil Coke in the oh. 2009 and Susan Waldman or John Sterling. I forget who it was. Just fucking boom roasting Phil Coke so hard with like a simple line of, oh, it's usually who make the least noise on the field usually make the most in these celebrations. And I'm like, damn. Damn. <laughs> and this, that was Tyler Wade this year. That's tough. I think it was Susan Waldman or or John Sterling. It was one of them. And I was like, holy shit. If I got funky with the numbers, I think I can make an argument for Brett Gardner being the third best center fielder in the AL. Okay. If you got funky with the numbers. Not super funky, but like I can't. <laughs> Trout and Springer, I can't do anything with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, man. So what's what are we expecting the rest of this way? I was trying to do the pitching matchups. I think we're gonna have Hap, then Paxton, then Sevy, then you can go Monty instead of CC, um, then Tank Hap Sevy. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna do it tomorrow. I, I think slash today, think whenever you're, you're listening, is it gonna be full slop lineup? Oh yes, yes. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow will be full slop. I think it'll end up looking like a fairly respectable lineup. But what do you have it as? God, I mean, Stan's got to play left. Higgy Ford. You could probably DH Stan again, right? So then you got 
Cameron Maven in left, Wade in center, Clinton right. Yeah, maybe Maven in center, Wade in left. Um, that's getting a little bit choosy, but uh, Tyro's around right. You throw him at one of the infield positions. Ford at first. You can put Ford at first. Vicky V's gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. So maybe you make Glaber play short. Um, and then Urshela or DJ's got to play third. Yeah. So the infield can't really get that sloppy if Wade's in the outfield. Yeah, pretty much. So then Stanton put Stanton at left. Put, yeah, put maybe put, play Stanton in left. Maybe in can center sub him out midway through the game or something. Yeah. Maybe in center, Clinton right. That leaves you Wade to play short, Tyro to play second, Ford at first, and Geo or DJ at third with Higgy behind the dish. Yeah. yeah. Glaber's young. Make him play with a hangover. He also didn't play today. Yeah. That's so a great put, point. Put Wade at third. There you go. Boom. We did it. Kind of. And kind probably we'll not see. right because those are yeah. never right. Interested to see how they do the pitching and uh, the bullpen the rest of the way. Damn, so much happened, though. Yeah. So quick it's, little recap. Uh, We're excited about Seve. We're excited about Stanton. We're heartbroken about Batances. We're dismayed, disgruntled, saddened by Domingo. We are um, confident in the return of Edwin. We're hesitant about the return of Gary with a splash of optimism on my end that he can come back. And uh, is that everything? I think so. Um, like uh, the only Mike, Mike King is on the team now. If you're into that. <laughs> nah, not. Okay, cool. That's it, man. We will be back on Sunday night, Monday morning to recap the series against who are we playing? The Rangers? Uh we are playing Toronto. Toronto's coming to town. Toronto's coming to town and then we go to Tampa and then finish in Tejas. Fucking Toronto just lose you losers. Wow. That's what I got. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys for staying up. Or you didn't stay up with us. We stayed up late. You listened at your the convenience of whenever you wanted to listen, which is totally cool. That's the, the beauty of podcasting. Damn. We will see you later. Enjoy your weekend. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>